Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Happy, happy birthday, a birthday special day. <laughs> happy, happy birthday, a birthday special for you. Hey, happy birthday, Monica. Oh, wow. Thanks, Nelson. I wasn't <laughs> expecting like a full on songs. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Monica, I'm so excited because you turned 21. You can now drink fruity alcoholic drinks with me. Oh, man. So totally. excited. I know. So, so exciting. exciting. You know, the nice thing, Nelson, is when you hit 21, you're 21 for a super long time. Like, you know, just just letting you know when you hit 21, it, it just last seems like forever. Oh, then I must have like a 20 year back pain that just cannot go away then. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast. Um, if you didn't know already, Monica, happy birthday. Um, just wanted to wish my favorite and awesome co-host a happy birthday. This I'm, I'm your favorite co-host. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> You're sort of my favorite Nelson too. <laughs> I thought I'm still, I thought I'm still auditioning. <laughs> yeah. He said sort of my favorite Nelson. <laughs> I just got back from Vancouver. Crazy, crazy. Some fun eating with some non-foodie friends. I, mm-hmm. I got to play basically the foodie tour guide that away from there. Ran into Tiny Angry Tiff mm-hmm. on Robson Street. Crazy. Wow. It, you wouldn't believe it. I was actually looking up a restaurant to go to and I saw Tiffany's picture on the Yelp on Robson Street. <laughs> and, then I, and then I hear, Nelson! And it was... It was Tiffany. So shout out to her and her crew. Um, that was fun to run into and um, lots of eating. I'm back. Brought back, I think, I don't know, 10 pounds of Chinese barbecue from HK Barbecue Master. Yes. Apparently, apparently that's the barbecue place of choice. Mm-hmm. I got some surprises, delicious surprises for you too as well. And Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was able to smuggle everything. So perfect. Okay. Did you uh, <laughs> disclose it at the border? <laughs> You had to declare everything. Yeah. It's all we food. Got, we got burned. Get out of the car. <laughs> Too funny. No. But anyway, how are you? What's going on? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, you know, coming back, making a comeback from Snowmageddon, trying to get back into just regular life. Um, did a couple things this weekend, but today was mostly just just family day, all dedicated to family. Um, doing a little bit of a food crawl in Chinatown and then finishing off the day uh, visiting Dasvi uh, at Value Village, who is doing some art, part of a special program that Value Village is having. And so um, me and a couple of members of our family came out with a, with some really cool stuff that you guys are going to see. Um, one of them I'm so proud of, like he did such an awesome job. He's such a great artist. I can't even tell you guys. No, I love Dosvi. Go follow him if you aren't following him already. It's D-O-Z-F-Y. And then he also has another account as well, Dosvi Works, W-O-R-K-S, added on to the Dosvi. I love the way he uses that black negative space and the mm-hmm. way he does it. It's just his genius artist. It's It's incredible. Totally. Can't wait to show you guys. We've got a great show for you. It's not going to be as long as last week's show. We're going to go ahead and shorten it, but we've got some fun events to tell you about, And but we have some recaps. Monica, we got a great show. Let's go ahead and recap the week like we always do. 
little witties the past week. This is week two of Seattle Burger Month. And this week is the Kamenegi Burger. Awesome burger. I've tried it. I thought the black bun was amazing. It was kind of crazy. Uh, have you ever had a black bun before, Monica? I have, but I think the ones that I've had, it's sort of, it's hard to get the right texture, I think. Um, but you said this one was awesome, right? Yeah, it was it was kind of like a mixture between like a brioche mm -hmm. and a diff a little bit harder bun, but mm -hmm. it was, it really held well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of places that have tried black buns before mm -hmm. and unsuccessfully. The one unsuccessful one that comes to mind is, uh, sorry, Burger King, but your Halloween <laughs> burger, your Halloween black bun is just did not work. I'm, I'm sorry. And I gave it a try and Hashtag never again. Sorry. <laughs> no, man. Go with the Whopper. Yeah. No, but the Kamenegri burger was awesome. Had the duck egg as well as the duck and chicken patty. And then, of course, the Cupai mayo. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was that was probably my favorite part out of, out of all that. Oh, yeah. We always got to keep that stuff around the house. It's just one of those things. So we're on to week number three. And starting Tuesday, week number three features... Sawyer chef, Mitch Mayers. His burger is called the Deli Burger. Here's what it sounds like. Quarter pound Painted Hills grass-fed beef, pastrami, sliced red onions, iceberg lettuce, spicy kosher pickle, Russian dressing, cream cheese mornay on an everything spiced bun. So I'm guessing like an everything bagel with a Reuben and then you're adding a burger onto it. Then you <laughs> mix them all together and there you go. You got a nice burger baby right there. <laughs> burger baby yeah I, I think that everything spice bun I think that's you know really smart it's it's classic but also just so hot right now like everybody loves everything seasoning yeah I like it because that that makes me not have to decide on anything you just throw everything <laughs> in and it's the kitchen sink and we got an everything bun that's because you always got FOMO a couple of yeah. us were talking about that this weekend well I'll tell you about that soon <laughs> <laughs> Monica, how about you? I heard you got to do a tasting at a fun pizza restaurant. Yeah. So I attended a menu tasting hosted by at Boba Eggs at Cultiva in Queen Anne. And uh, What Jesse Eats and Life of Jess were there for a lively afternoon. And we were treated to special drinks and pizza. So there were three different pizzas, and they were called the Deluxe, the Figura, and the Burrata. They were all really well done, and my favorite was the Burrata, believe it or not. There was like um, there was like this, this squash on it that had just this great sweetness and texture to it, in addition to the Burrata and the greens, and it just was really thoughtful and well-rounded. And I was like, how come I haven't heard of this place before? Um, but yeah, they were really good. It's, it's not that big of a space. It's kind of on the smaller side, but still really nice and cozy. And I, and I enjoyed the food a lot. Burrata sounds great. I look, I saw all your pictures on all your guys' stories mm -hmm. and man, I, I missed out. <laughs> you see, okay. Like so, so here's the deal, you guys. So one of the things that we talked about, so just, just, uh, for some backstory, um, I just met Boba eggs in person, uh, you know, last week pretty much, but we've been following each other on Instagram and I've known life of Jess for a long time and recently been spending some time with what Jesse eats. So we're talking about like this great trip that Nelson had taken to Vancouver and all the things that he was doing. And I was just like, you know, what's funny about Nelson. He's doing like all this great stuff that I want to do and guaranteed when he comes back, he's going to be like all FOMO'd about missing this pizza thing. <laughs> Heck yeah. And sure enough, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Of course I ate some great 
stuff. But man, I hate missing out on things. <laughs> Just I knew it. I told them this was going to happen. <laughs> All right, Nelson. So uh, there was another uh, tasting that we went to last week with Boba, Boba Eggs. So uh, yes. what was that about? So Boba Eggs did a twofer and we did another menu tasting. We had the chance to attend it on Finney Ridge Park Public House. If you guys like classic pub food, then you would have loved the tasting because Monica, we had nine different dishes, including nachos, cheesy tots, buffalo chicken burger, pulled pork, salmon sliders, steak salad, and a couple other things too. I didn't even mention the pie from Alamoda as well. (laughs) There was so much food. I love the service. So Mm -hmm. attentive. They were so nice. If you're up in Park Public House and you're looking for... Like tonight, there's the NBA All-Star Game. Mm -hmm. This would be like the perfect opportunity to grab some nachos or cheesy tots or steak salad and just hang out for two hours and just watch a basketball game or during football season or baseball season's coming up too as well. For sure. It's it's a real neighborhood place. So I live in North Seattle, so I'm very familiar with Finney Ridge, where it's located. And they have really strong neighborhood support. I mean, I think it's not uncommon for locals to come by all different times of day. And it's family friendly, so you can bring your kids there as well. Um, there's only one section that I think is 21 and over. And so really focused on the neighborhood and uh, really grateful for them to bring for bringing out so many dishes for us to try. Yeah. And uh, Boba Eggs, such fun conversations with Boba Eggs. <laughs> yeah. All right, Monica, hashtag not a couple, but we still got to got a chance to check out something on the pier. Tell us about that. Yeah. Despite not being a couple, somehow Nelson and I ended up spending part of Valentine's Day together. Not sure how that worked. Um, we visited the Fisherman's Restaurant at Miner's Landing on the waterfront to enjoy the first new menu from Chef Nick Novello. So Chef Novello was hired uh, late last year. And really, if this menu is any indication, like you're in for a treat. I cannot believe just how beautiful these dishes were how thoughtful they were, welcome pose. What were some of your favorites, Nelson? I have to say the oysters with the grapefruit mignonette Mm -hmm. was probably the best for the starters and that clam chowder. Mm -hmm. And you noticed that there's no filler Mm -hmm. in clam chowder. Do you mind telling the listeners what that means? Yeah. So uh, listeners, you know that I'm lactose intolerant and that when I'm going to to eat lactose, I'm all in and it has to be good because I'm going to be sick for a while. So clam chowder is one of those things that I really, really love, but I don't eat it very many places because of the impact it has on my body, but also because how it tastes. So when I started tasting this clam chowder, what I knew immediately is that there were no fillers. And what I mean by fillers is sometimes people will add things like water or different kinds of broth to um, to sort of take up space in the soup and not focus on like the clams and those flavors and the texture of it. And so I already knew from the texture what was happening with it. And the clams were so good and just all the ingredients worked really well together. And, you know, I couldn't have known coming into it that it would be like one of the best clam chowders I've tasted in the city. So it was really great. And it was nestled in these mini um, Alaskan sourdough bread bowls. And the those bowls are made in the bread company right in the same building. Oh, they were so cute. I loved, like, cute? I loved them. They're so <laughs> cute. Perfect. Perfect for an appetizer. <laughs> I personally like the pine nut and walnut crusted Pacific cod, mm-hmm. as well as the classically grilled steelhead salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, the grill marks on the salmon. Oh, those are beautiful. So and, beautiful. Yeah. 
And even like when I saw it come out, it's just, it's so hard to get those grill marks on the salmon to, to be crossed because salmon is so delicate. You know, you cook it one side and then you have to move it and switch it over. And so it, that piece of salmon was just perfect. It just looked so beautiful and was cooked right on the money. Um, for me, I love the shrimp brodo uh, with the ricotta dumplings. And mm -hmm. so I think you saw me, like I took the plate from you and I just said, forget it, like I'm eating this whole thing. Um, just the shrimp was grilled so well and had a little bit of spice to it. And those ricotta dumplings were just so delicious. And um, I just could not handle it. It was just so good. And <laughs> we we got about like I don't know, 10, 11, 12 dishes that came out. Um, <laughs> yep. And it was so good. And then topped off with the chocolate pot de creme. Um, I eat a lot of chocolate, you guys, and I definitely eat a lot of pot de creme. But this was so smooth, so silky, made of four different kinds of chocolate. And you can just tell the quality. It had a little bit of salt to set it off and a little bit of sweetness from fresh strawberries. And that was like Valentine's Day to me. That dessert could have just been Valentine's Day right there. Listeners, I was so concerned because Monica was trying to figure out ways to sneak the ramekin into her purse. And I was, I was, kept faking it like three or four or five times. And I think on the seventh time, she actually like tried, literally almost did it. <laughs> so I was just like, Man. Yeah. So, so you guys, you, you got to watch out for me because I'm just like, hey, Nelson. Give me that. I'm putting it in my purse. <laughs> yeah, put, in the, put it in the purse. Put it in the you know, purse. Normally, you know, normally people, you know, some people will try to sneak bread into their purse, right? <laughs> no, she's going to, she's going to try to sneak the pot de creme ramekin <laughs> with, with whatever chocolate is left in there, right. as well as probably the soup probably as well. If she, if she could have, she probably try to sneak the soup bowl in there. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. <laughs> so good. Everything was so good. You guys, I am so excited to see more of what Chef Novello has. Um, I, I just can't believe it. Like my mind is blown. I've been to the Fisherman's restaurant many times. I've lived in Seattle for a long time and I was not expecting this at all. My mind is completely blown. Yeah. Nick has worked at a lot of great places all around Seattle. Toulouse Petite, Skillet, Willard Park Zoo, and he's just now basically taken on and reinvigorated the menu down there at Pier 57. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see what else he does. And he's creating a lot of good stuff, too. I forgot those oyster shooters. Those oyster mm -hmm. shooters were wonderful, too. They mm -hmm. were not on the prefix menu, but he did bring some to, for us to try. You guys got to go down there for happy hour. Check mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. All right, Monica, those are the recaps. How about some events? We've got some fun events, some probably the biggest event in Seattle for the year. And it's a four day extravaganza. It's the Seattle wine and food experience. Are you excited for that? I'm totally excited about it. And that's the buzz on the street. Like any place I go, people are just like, are you going to the Seattle wine and food experience? And I'm just like, yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are going to go. The Seattle food and wine experience is an extravaganza of food featuring local chefs and beverage establishments. Each day features a different format. So starting from Thursday all the way to Sunday of this week, they've got different themes for each day. And so on Thursday, Monica is comfort at Soto Park. Friday is pop, bubbles and seafood. So obviously a seafood centric type menu. And that's at the Sanctuary Seattle. Saturday is the one we're going to. And that's the grand tasting at Bell Harbor International Conference Center. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for that because... There are a lot of vendors. Can't wait to check them out. I can't wait to eat everything. Me and too. Sunday ends with 
it's this is the Sunday is the like coup de gras. It's the Sunday supper at block 41. Tickets are still available at seattlewineandfoodexperience.com. So you can still go onto their website and purchase tickets. And last time I checked, all tickets were still available, but they are selling out soon. And I think the main one, the grand tasting on Saturday is probably going to sell out mm-hmm. probably at the beginning of the week. So mm-hmm. you guys might want to get on that if you want to attend. Yeah, I'm totally looking forward to it. I mean, I sort of know what people think when we go places. Like they ask, like, how much food did you guys eat? Just like, well, we don't eat all of it, but, you know, we kind of eat a lot of it. (laughs) But, yeah, I am so ready to just taste everything, just eat all the food and so excited. Yep. 144 day fast for me before we get to the, before we move on to the Seattle wine and food experience. (laughs) Well, that'll be interesting since you have like five days. (laughs) 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 Got to redo the math on that one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's see. I've got the same day, which is Saturday, uh, February 23rd. It's the Alki Winter Beer and Food Truck Festival. And so there's tons going on at this event. Whether you're taking the polar plunge, tasting beer, or enjoying food from local food trucks, this really looks to be exciting. And tickets for the plunge are available on thebigplunge.org. So that's a benefit for Special Olympics Washington. And I've heard that they're also going for a Guinness Book of World Records record for like largest polar plunge. And so if you're looking for a way to kick off this new year and to jump into the water, FYI, I, I've never really gotten that, but I get that's kind of a thing. Uh, take the plunge and take the plunge for charity for Special Olympics Washington. Uh, there are beer festival tickets for $25, and uh, that includes a number of tastings of local breweries that, that we're all familiar with. And also there's going to be food trucks like Azelle's and Bread and Circuses there selling off their menus. I've done a polar plunge before, Monica. Have you? you? Just, yeah, you just really got to bite down and just go in and for – Maybe three quarters of a second, it mm-hmm. gets really, really cold. Mm-hmm. But just like anything else, you get used to it. Yeah. They used to have these New Year's resolution runs, and they still do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't ran one in the, in the <laughs> last three years. But they have. They would have this optional route where you can run in, jump into the lake, and then run right out. Mm-hmm. Or option two is just run past it. <laughs> so, Okay. So you guys know I'm from Hawaii, right? And I actually lived in, in Oregon for, for quite a while before moving to Seattle. And I remember the first time, like during the summer, it was like, I was like 98 degrees out and we're at the river. And then like I jumped into the river and I screamed. I couldn't believe how cold that water was. I'm just like, what the heck is going on? It is like 98 degrees out and the water is 26 degrees. I don't understand what's happening. I didn't understand like the science of like, you know, water runoffs from the mountains and snow and everything. So, yeah, no, I'm not a fan. But hey, you guys do you do it for a great cause. Eat all the food. Well, Monica, we have one last event also on Saturday. Our friends at Don Lucho's will be taking over Chop Suey with a Peruvian menu on Saturday, 2.23 from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And with choices like ceviche, arroz con mariscos, and picaroon, it looks to be a delicious day on Capitol Hill. Latin beats will be provided by DJ Maki Cat. Monica, I never told you this, but I found out about Don Lucho's, I think, reading an eaterseattle.com website. Mm-hmm. And it was an article about this new food truck that's serving Peruvian bites and Peruvian sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And they were called Don Lucho's. And they showed, and one time they showed up at the Barnes and Noble food truck pod in mm-hmm. Bellevue. 
I just had to go down and I got the Lomo Saltado. Oh yeah. Sandwich. Oh. Man, that steak sandwich, so good. I think I ordered two of them because <laughs> I went back and ordered two of them. Yeah, you know, um, I've known the owner, Carlos, for a while. And I remember he actually started off with like a like a push cart that he used to bring over to uh, Chuck's 85th and and then upgraded to a food truck and actually two, two trucks, two trailers now. And um, even though you and I haven't talked about it, I guaranteed that I knew that you had been there because sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Sandwiches. <laughs> Yep. And so he he does. I'm I'm not a huge sandwich fan, but he's actually one of the few ones that I will eat sandwiches off of. And like, just you're, you're gonna love it. I mean, just uh, this entire menu I'm looking at, I'm just like, oh, wow. And you guys, I don't think there's there's anything over $15. So you guys should check it out. Uh, Peruvian eats to Latin beats at Chop Suey. Well, we got three events for you guys. No excuses. Let's go ahead and move on to the interview. I always tell people and listeners, Monica is the Yelp elite queen because she's been doing it for so long. But if Monica is the queen, then this next person must be like the Yelp elite empress. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Uh, Today, our interview is with Samantha Garcia. And Samantha and I actually met through Yelp years and years ago. And so we we go way back. And you guys, what I love about her Instagram is that there's food, there's travel and fitness. And if you're not following her already, go ahead and follow her. Give a listen to our interview with her today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm here with um, Sam- Samantha Garcia, and she is Salmonella from Instagram. And Sam is a good friend of mine, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Monica. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Um, let's start out a little bit talking about your Instagram, where the name came from, and like why you started it. <laughs> so, um, honestly, it's hard to come up with an Instagram name, especially when you have a name as generic as mine. <laughs> but um, my girlfriends and I, we love to give each other random nicknames. And I think this was like probably sometime after college, like one of my friends decided to call me Salmonella as a joke. And um, when I was thinking of handle names, I was like, oh, you know, I should play on that nickname. So, um, you know, obviously the first half is, you know, short for my you know, full name Sam, and then Manila, just to pay an homage to, you know, where my parents are from. Mm -hmm. So that's how Mm -hmm. my handle came to be. Um, I think it's a really great name because it's really distinctive. And you're right, it is hard. There's so many usernames out there. And if you're on like multiple platforms, it's hard to align them, which is why I eventually went to Moni B Seattle Mm -hmm. um, on all my platforms because other people were taking all my other handles. So we had to stop that. Um, you guys, um, in one of our first shows, I think maybe it was our pilot episode, Nelson talked a little bit about why he liked me and that I was always in the know. And I have to say, Sam is always in the know. She's always one of the people that I'm watching, one of the movers and shakers. She knows about a lot of events that I might not necessarily know about, like really grounded in community. And I love that about you. Oh, and I just you. have to share. <laughs> um, so how would you describe the Seattle food scene? Oh, I mean... No brainer, lots of seafood. I mean, you got like Tom Douglas, you know, using, you know, local produce around the Seattle area and there's local 360. And, you know, recently with the whole poke movement, you see like people bringing in, you know, fresh seafood into the scene. Um, And 
One restaurant that I actually wanted to point out um, that I'm excited to try in a couple weeks is Archipelago, um, mm. which um, their focus is recreating you know, Filipino flavors using Pacific Northwest ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember reading an article about Archipelago, like one example that they're trying to, that they want to incorporate these flavors is like in Senegal, like where instead of using tamarind, where you can't find that locally, mm-hmm. they use seasonal ingredients such as tomatillo and green apples to sour the broth. So I'm very excited to see what their concept is all about. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it on the show and we're really excited too. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is somebody at my workplace was asking me about it yesterday. It was kind of like, it's kind of like one of those things where he's just like, yeah, have you heard about this Filipino chef and this restaurant and it's very small and all this kind of stuff? So, oh, you mean Archipelago, <laughs> right? Um, but I haven't had a chance to go. So, um, yeah, looking forward to living vicariously through you um, until I can make some time to go there because definitely, definitely on the list. Yes, I'll um, message you when I'm done. Oh, for sure. Well, I'll be following your stories. So you're a big storyteller, too. What are some of your favorite hidden gems in the city? Um, so, I'm not quite sure if this is very up-to-date because I've been in and out of town the last few months. But early, like end of summer when I was moving, uh, my boyfriend and I discovered this place in Bear Lake called La Cabana, which is a Honduran and Salvadorian brunch spot. And I'm not quite sure how long they've been open, but they serve huge portions like pollo frito which is honduran style chicken with uh green bananas pickled cabbage and special sauce um if you are someone that you know loves big portions this is a place to go um i look forward to having brunch there again soon Mm -hmm. and another place that i love is uh homer and beacon hill which opened a couple months back Mm -hmm. um i remember the uh our server was telling us that eating a meal there was like taking a nice hot yoga session, like where you just feel wholesome and warm. And, you know, with that kind of statement, you're just like, oh, wow, you know, what do I expect? The lamb ribs, that is the dish to order there. Um, Yeah, I love lamb. It's a very good comfort dish Mm -hmm. at Homer, as well as um, their soft serve. I believe the soft serve we had at the time was like a fig and Greek yogurt soft serve. Oh my gosh. I love fig anything. Yes. Mm, so good. Yeah, so you would love the soft serve yeah. if you go Monica. Um, and then lastly, the other place I recommend is uh, Charlala Cafe and Hair Salon. I mean, it sounds weird, you know, like a cafe and hair salon, but don't worry, there's like a little walkway that separates the two. But great Hong Kong style cafe food. Um, I do recommend getting the lamb dry pot and beef and exo sauce fried noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it sounds easy that mm-hmm. you can make it at home, but it's just addicting when you're there. Yeah. Like we had to order two plates the last time That's we were awesome. there. <laughs> That's awesome. I wouldn't worry too much about like you being gone for a while. I mean, a lot of times people, when they eat out, they're restricted to near where they work or where they live. I mean, what I love about the three places that you just talked about mm-hmm. is one is sort of in North Seattle, one's in Beacon Hill, and one's in U District. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, that's sort of what food adventures are about, like getting out in the city and exploring, not being afraid to try new things. Because I think I told my told you yeah. before, like La Cabana, I've been by there a bunch of times and wondered about it, but you know, kind of been like, no, not really. Like I don't know if I want to spend my money here, but like hearing you talk about, it, like that's what people are looking for, yeah. right? And, and so that's that's what people come to know us for. And so I really appreciate you sharing. Like those those are gems. That's exactly what the deal is. So, we're always eating. Um, <laughs> what are you eating? 
like it could be specific dishes it could be things that you're cooking at home it could be like certain kind of cuisine or restaurants in town um, people are always interested in that oh man i mean lately i've been trying to cook a lot more at home i keep it simple like basic stir fries or like saute kale and baked chicken because i'm not going to lie all this traveling and eating is starting to add up to my waistline so um especially with my last trip in denver like i've just been drinking lots of beer lately and, <laughs> and um you know like i've been into like the coffee stouts um heavy yeah. yeah so i've been trying to lighten up my eating lately mm-hmm. um and I know that my Instagram does not reflect that at all, but keep in mind that these pictures are kind of backlogged at the moment. <laughs> no, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys, if you don't already follow Samantha, Sam, I mean, I have to say that one of the things that I love about her is, you know, well, first of all, I met her on Yelp, and we just love food, and that's kind of how we got to know each yeah. other. But it's not just food that you'll find on her Instagram. Like, she was just talking about her waistline. Please, this girl <laughs> works out so hard, like cycling and doing all this other stuff. So it's about fitness and all also, she was just talking about travel. Like, I always, like, make fun of her because she always seems to be traveling and, like, always in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, really, you'll get a lot more from her Instagram than just food. Um, food is great. But yeah. I think also, like, not being afraid to put your whole self out there. And, like, yeah, the drinking in Colorado. And, you know, my parents follow my Instagram, so yeah. I kind of have a show of balance. <laughs> or else they're going to ask me if I've checked my, you know, cholesterol levels lately. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. For real. Absolutely. So let's see. We talked a little bit about some of the healthy things you're cooking at home. Anything else you're like you're really excited about? A certain kind of foods in Seattle? Well, let me think here because again, I just feel like I've been out of town a lot lately. Yeah. I mean, you know, Nana's just opened like mm. like over a month ago. Yeah, that line and, is still killing it. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, I think I've been there at least four times already. Yeah, and, same. <laughs> oh, and Sherty opened up on uh, First Hill not too mm, long ago. That's true. Yeah, I've been there for like maybe like six times within like the oh last gosh. two and a half weeks. Were you there when they had the croissant teriyaki yes, pop-up? How that, was it? It was awesome. Yeah, because I didn't get to go. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like the croissant dough. Yeah. It really made yeah. the taiyaki. Although I do say you have to get it in the red bean because with the green tea custard, mm-hmm. you couldn't really taste much of the green tea partially yeah. because it was still hot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. red bean's the way to go. Yeah, green bean. You know, green tea is one of these things where it's it's first of all like the texture of the custard. Mm-hmm. It's the balance between the flavors. Like, are you really gonna get that bitter matcha taste, or is there too much sugar in it? Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, my, yeah, green tea custard is just one of those hard things. Like, it's really hard to get right. Yeah, yeah it's a very hit or miss. Yeah, hit or miss. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so azuki bean. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would love to go back and try more of like their offerings because I think they also had Nutella. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and actually, you know, I think they have. A regular location in addition to like the share tea pop-ups they've been going I Do think they? I think they're located at um, Kiki bakery in, in U, U district I think regularly that's where they are really yeah oh now I double check my Intel but yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's a place that folks can go get it all the time I'll have to check yeah. them out after getting my poke fix at Hiroshi's oh <laughs> still haven't been to Hiroshi's can uh, you believe it what yeah I'm so surprised <laughs> 
I just went back to um, 45th Stop and Shop a okay. couple of weeks ago with uh, my friend Ace. And, oh, um, Ace, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know Ace, too? Awesome. Ace. Everybody knows Ace. Yes. Shout out to Ace of the West, <laughs> you guys. Yeah, no, so we uh, we met up, and it's the first time I've been back, back there in a while, and remember in the old days, first of all, that line was, like, around the block. Oh, God, There was, like, yeah. no parking there. It was terrible. And then there was no seating. There was, like, three, like, kind of standy spaces at the back. Mm -hmm. So now they've built, like, a seating area. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so you can fit about you know, 10 people in there. So there's, like, some... <laughs> Some little counter space and a middle table and then still the counter spot. So it's a little bit different. Um, it was kind of nice to just sit down and eat there as okay. opposed to like, you know, as Nelson makes fun of me for like taking my pocket over to Green, you know, down down to Gasworks Park in the wintertime. Yeah, I remember <clears throat> the last time I did visit 45th, I had to do that because yeah. I had no choice. Yeah, no choice. Yeah. Right? What are you going to do? I mean, you can't eat in your car. <laughs> yeah, we're on the bus. Yeah, we don't, no, yeah, we don't do, that. do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> Can't do that. So before we get to our last question, um, now that we have a little bit of time, got all that stuff out of the way, you know, I love the fact that we've been friends for so long. I mean, I think that's like so valuable in, in community in general, but also when I hear people talk about Seattle or moving here or like, like meeting people, Seattle freeze, like I don't buy any of that. Like, I don't either. Yeah. Like when I met you, I just literally joined Yelp a couple months before and that was one of my first events that I'd come at you I saw you at a couple of them and then you had like a meetup and it's like I just found I found those relationships to be really real with you and Kevin mm -hmm. and you know even now today like seven or eight years later we're still friends yeah. um, and so you know I just pointed it out there like food is something that we can build around and we can build lasting relationships mm -hmm. and um, it just you get get out of it what you put into it and so like so appreciate you as a friend well thank you Monica <laughs> and I totally agree with you like you know it's all about what you put into mm -hmm. the relationship you know mm -hmm. to build those connections yeah because you know like again like when people tell me like oh Seattle people are so unfriendly <laughs> it kind of hurts my feelings <laughs> me because <too. laughs> I've lived in the area for most of my life yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and so when when people say that to me I'm just like well what are you doing to get out to meet people yeah you know like you know are you trying um, it's not like people are just going to come up to you because, you know, we also want to give people space. But, you know, I, I found it a really warm environment. And you're definitely one of like one of the OG Yelpers that I hang out with. Um, definitely. You know, I mean, I go to a lot less Yelp events now. I don't know if you still go to them. Sometimes we see each other. Sometimes yeah. we don't. It's been hard with my work schedule. Mm -hmm. So totally yeah. things move along. But, you know, I love watching your adventures. And so, which brings us to where can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah, um, you guys can find me on Instagram or um, as Salmonella, obviously, mm -hmm. or you can find me on Yelp as Samantha G. Yeah, for sure. Link in my IG bio. <laughs> Link in my IG bio, <laughs> for sure. So, do we miss talking about any food? Like, what kind of food are you eating after this? Because I feel like uh, there's I more think food in I'm my gonna day. I'm going to go to Cow Cow and get some pork belly. That's weird. I didn't do Chinese New Year. Yeah, that's weird because I was thinking about that too. I'm just like, oh, maybe after this, before my next meeting, I'll go and grab something from Cow Cow oh, to go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you again for having me. Always great to see you and spend time with you. Thanks so much. Thank you. And that's our interview with Samantha Garcia. If you're looking for her Instagram, it's at Samanilla, S-A-M-M-A-N-I-L-A. And again, like she's, she's in so much in the know. Like, I mean, people think I'm in the know. I find out all kinds of things by finding her, by following her Instagram and hope you will too.
Yeah, Monica, you guys have to check out her stories on Instagram because she is the best at picking DJ music for these stories. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it, but man, every time I look at her stories, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, pretty much Nelson told me a few days ago, I'm not as good as Samantha. Thanks for that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> With picking whoa. out the music, you're just like, this is who's really good at picking out music. <laughs> I said specific features, not all around overall. Better no, than just music. Mon- no, just the music on the stories. <laughs> wow, wow! Don't put those. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> uh, I, Monica, I'm flip. I'm as as we're recording. I'm still flipping through the pictures from Cotiva. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still have FOMO, even though I've had like some of the best delicious wings in Phnom Penh, and I got some awesome. Shalong Bao at Dynasty and all this other food that I've eaten, fantastic flaky croissants. And I'm like, man, I still want that. That burrata pizza looks really good. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's had enough of you, Nelson. <laughs> Stop it already. <laughs> oh my gosh. No wonder my Instagram's not a fitness Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. We love you, we appreciate you. And happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.